When you think about the future, what kind of technology do you envision? Whatever the future holds, artificial intelligence will undoubtedly be at the heart of it all. Join Graham Class as he hosts Season 2 of Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast, and hear from the minds transforming healthcare, retail, entertainment, personal computing, and more with the help of AI. Tune in every other Tuesday and explore the latest technology that's changing our world today and creating a more accessible tomorrow. Listen to Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, and welcome to the Short Stuff Podcast. I'm Josh. There's Charles. There's Jerome. And this is, again, the Short Stuff Podcast. This one in particular is the Short Stuff Podcast, where we discuss thread counts in bedding. Let's begin. Yeah, and this this one reeks of typical stuff you should know, and <laughs> that occasionally we will we will bust a myth or two. And that, bust a move. That probably, yeah, that probably might disappoint some folks, like Dr. Seuss lovers. Yeah. When we, we pooped all over his early career. But now we're going to poop on thread count because <laughs> thread count has become one of these things starting in like the early 2000s mm-hmm. when you would literally see thread counts of a 1,000. Uh, it became one of those numbers, and they uh, they pointed out in this How Stuff Works article, it was like IQ or gas mileage or something where no one thought about anything but that number. It was like, oh, well, it's a 1,000. It's got to be better than the 800, which is better than the 600, which is better than the 300. Mm-hmm. And I, I I mean, do you know where that came from, the whole thread count thing? It's not like thread count hadn't been a factor before, but it was like an industry thing. And somehow it got know, brought man. out to the consumer. I'm guessing by some yuppie scum who boasted about their thread count somewhere, maybe right. in a movie or on a TV show, and then it just kind of took off from there. Yeah. But here's the disappointing revelation, everyone. Mm-hmm. What I read, it's not in this article, but I read in a different one, that anything over 400, well, first of all, thread count is the number of horizontal uh, horizontal and vertical threads per square inch. Yep. So if you cut a square inch out of your sheet, get a microscope, and count every single one of the threads, not where they cross or anything like that, but just the individual threads, that's your thread count. And it's just added. There's no weird formula. Horizontal uh, plus vertical. Well, you also do the square root of pi. <laughs> right, right in the middle of it. Right. <laughs> Just for fun. Yeah. Uh, here's the dirty secret, though. Apparently, anything over 400 is just bogus because a square inch is a square inch. There's only so much thread you can fit in it. And what I read was that 400 is that number so, with, without getting manipulative. Okay, all right. So what I read is that you can exceed that number – Without getting manipulative, but you to exceed that number, you have to use smaller, thinner and thinner fibers. But that's manipulative. I guess it's manipulative, <laughs> but but you yes, it is. But um, but you can like there's also outright manipulation where it, there's just not that many th- fibers in there. There's just well, not hold on that to many that. Threads. Okay, all right. But you if you use thinner and thinner fibers to fit more and more threads into that square inch. You're you're giving the thread count that you're saying, but it's not necessarily going to be a, a better sheet. Um, it might feel pretty nice because what you're doing is creating like one really solid piece of material. Mm-hmm. 
But because the thread you're using is so thin, it might not be quite as durable. Those threads might break more easily, leading to fraying, pilling. Oh, the pilling is the worst. Um, it, it might just catch fire uh, spontaneously. <laughs> uh, it might suck the life out of you That's while right. you're while you're sleeping. There's a lot of things that can go wrong if the threads of your sheets um, snap in the middle of the night. Yeah, so there's a, a woman named uh, Lexi Sachs who works at the Good Housekeeping Institute, mm-hmm. and she says in this article, the sweet spot is between 300 and 500 or anywhere from 300 to 500 mm-hmm. uh, because if it goes higher than that, then it, the cotton becomes thin because, like you said, that probably means they're using thinner thread just to get that number up. Right. Um, but what you're looking for is a – it depends on who you are, but if you want a soft and durable sheet, then you want it to be in that 400 range. Which is great. I, I, uh, they don't even like mention thread counts much anymore, do they? I haven't bought sheets in a while, but I, I bet it's still a thing. Okay, but I think one of the reasons it used to be like whether you were in the market for sheets or not, yeah. you were you were bombarded with thread counts Just on thread TV, count. radio, <laughs> people in their about. car. Yeah, so um, and it, it definitely has subsided. And one of the reasons it subsided is because we'll be right back after this message. <sighs> All right, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. Because in Monopoly Go, you can team up with your friends for timed tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. It's very nice. That's right. And the more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. I'm talking about unique stickers that you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes, cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with, or hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges, like digging for treasure or a robot pachinko machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. That's right. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it now for free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! When you think about the future, what kind of technology do you envision? Whatever the future holds, artificial intelligence will undoubtedly be at the heart of it all. Join Graham Class as he hosts Season 2 of Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast from Ruby Studio in partnership with Intel. Explore the future of technology that's rapidly evolving our world today with the help of AI. There's still so much work and research needed to fully understand the power and potential of AI, and Intel is at the forefront of implementing AI and revolutionary technology that's changing the world we live in for the better. In each episode, Graham interviews the minds transforming medicine and healthcare, retail, entertainment, personal computing, and more, while pioneering new uses for AI in these spaces. Tune in every other Tuesday and explore the latest technology that's changing our world today and creating a more accessible tomorrow. Listen to Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, Chuck, one of the reasons it's subsided <laughs> is because, again, some people were just straight up perpetrating outright fraud. Perpin fraud. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, it is weird. I don't hear as much about it anymore like you're talking about. And maybe 
this fraud being exposed has something to do with that. I think it definitely is. So like for a, a period of time in the United States, at least, we were duped into it. it like I remember thinking like, oh, my God, I don't know what my thread count is. Mm-hmm. Like I need to find it. That became the pickup line. It, re- it replaced what's your sign? Right, I've got 800 thread count sheets that can blow your mind. (laughs) So we were all duped for a while, um, but it really kind of depends if you're shopping on what you're after in a sheet. Like some people like those flannel sheets. Mm -hmm. I think I had flannel for a little while in college. It's too hot. Uh, For me, for sure. Uh, Sometimes people cottoned to those all cotton they call them jersey or t-shirt sheets. Oh, that's just weird. I went down that road for a little while. Boy, you've tried them all, haven't you? Yeah, I've never gone silk or satin. Uh, yeah, no. What about satin? <laughs> no, what is satin? Uh, I that's don't a weave, know if right? it's just a synthetic satin or I, I yeah, I think it's even like more satiny than satin. Okay, well supposedly a satin weave will float the yarn over uh a few rows at a time, mm-hmm. uh, which makes it smoother, apparently. So what about percale? I'm not, I don't even know what that is. So percale is kind of like a crisp, sturdy cotton weave. Okay. It's kind of like a basket weave. Um, but it, it's funny how, like, you can use, if you use certain types of fibers and certain types of weaves, you're going to get totally different feels. And it is. It's, it's totally personal preference. I'm sure when I said Jersey just feels weird, someone out there is like, you're, you're nuts, Clark. I love Jersey. Who doesn't want to sleep on a T-shirt? It's all just personal preference. And luckily, the, the textile industry has, has heard this, that there are many different preferences, and they're giving us many different, different things to work with here. Yeah, and some of those, like, jersey sheets and the, the cotton sheets like that, well, and this is something I've just learned by having a young daughter, it will tangle your hair a lot if you have long, straight hair or curly hair, God forbid, because mm-hmm. that cotton, when you move around, it just it grabs hold. So what they recommend is, like, a satin pillowcase for kids, for toddlers, because you're, and it just makes sense, your hair will slip around on that and not get as tangly. Mm-hmm. So it's it's in the mail. It's coming. I'll report back on success rates. Uh, but that is supposedly a, a big anti-tangler is a satin sheet. Yeah. Um, Yumi's gotten us um, silk just pillowcases. Not the sheets, just the pillowcases. Yeah. You like I it? Had, it's, yeah, it's great. I had no idea why. Now I understand why. I, I just thought she was showing off or something, but... Um, Who are you, the makes, king of France? <laughs> right. <laughs> we got we got silk pillowcases now. Um, but, they, I mean, they are very nice to sleep on, I have to admit. Yeah, it's a small indulgence. I like it. But it's the, it, yeah, right. It's just a fraction of an indulgence. You get the whole sheet set or whatever, then you are showing off. <laughs> I don't think I would like it. I, I just like it's fine for a pillowcase. I'd be afraid I'd slip off the bed or something. <laughs> exactly. Because I wear my silk uh, pajamas. Silk on silk, you know what that means. Well, yeah, you're toast. <laughs> you're just going to keep sliding indefinitely until a car, like, stops you. So everyone's getting duped. It's in the 2000s. Uh, they start coming out with these crazy numbers, uh, like I said, up to 1,000. And they were able to do this because there is no FTC mandate on how to determine thread count. So you can kind of just say whatever you want, and, and you can't be, like, tagged for false advertising. 
Well, what they were doing also was they were saying, oh, well, we're using two-ply cotton threads, which right. is two thin strands of cotton wound together to make a, a thicker strand of cotton. So we have 300 of those in a square inch, but they're two-ply, so we're going to call these 600 thread count. Nah. Some people, apparently uh, India, Pakistan, and China, were putting out a substantial amount of sheets that just, it didn't matter what what you did, you weren't going to come up with the thread counts that they were being advertised at. Yeah. And so the the International Trade Commission heard some complaints, and they actually authorized customs uh, agents around the world to seize sheet, sheet shipments. Say that to, again. <laughs> to seize sheet shipments. Bam. Man, that's a tough one. Yeah. And um, test them. I, I don't know if they tested them on the spot or what, but I'm sure there were some nervous boat captains like standing there, like, I'm right. sure, you know, <laughs> is it going to, was it going to come back with, man? And um, they found like a lot of sheets that were coming out of, again, India, Pakistan, and China that weren't up to the thread counts. And I think that was kind of like the, the um, the crest of that that wave and the fact that the the International Trade Commission actually took action on it it just kind of beat back that that little subset of fraud oh. and so that's where thread counts went and apparently one of the other things that was fraudulent was Egyptian cotton yeah Egyptian cotton is a real thing and it is great uh, because it's a longer fiber longer which, staple is what they call it yeah which means it's softer for sure and more durable. So it's not like if you see Egyptian cotton, it's not some big scam unless it's not Egyptian cotton. Mm -hmm. And again, all kinds of brands were advertising Egyptian cotton that were not Egyptian cotton. Mm -hmm. So if you go into a store today and you see a a 1,000 thread count Egyptian cotton sheet, be very wary, I would say. Yeah, run, the, run away screaming. <laughs> well, unless it's it costs you a pretty penny and it's from a brand that you know and trust. Well, I don't know. I think the rule is, well, it's true. I mean, yeah, it's true in this day and age. But at, at a time, I think if you bought uh, sheets from a, a brand, a very trustworthy brand, and they were expensive sure. sheets. you would think. You're probably getting what you're paying for. This this article from How Stuff Works um, says if you see Egyptian cotton and it's inexpensive, you're probably not getting Egyptian cotton. I'm surprised there's not a uh, an an app delivery service called Sheety. Oh, I'll bet there's going to be in about <laughs> two weeks now. All right, just give us a small cut. That's all I ask. Did they ever, though, Chuck? Whenever you come up with these <laughs> no. ideas, did they? Did Sharknado ever give you any? I got no Sharknado money. You got no sugar from Sharknado. Nope. Did you seize the sheets from Sharknado sugar? <laughs> I don't even know what that means. It doesn't mean anything. <laughs> uh, I got nothing else. I haven't had anything else for about 30 seconds, so Great. let's end this, okay? Okay. Uh, if you want to know more about this, go to HowStuffWorks.com and check out this article, and also send us an email to StuffPodcast at HowStuffWorks.com. Stuff.